Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, and welcome to Webcrawlers, the podcast where we do a deep dive into the weirdest, strangest, and most mysterious corners of the internet. I'm Allie Siegel. I'm Melissa Stettin. We have a Patreon. Starting next week, we will be keeping Bimbo News and Mailbag episodes on the feed for free. On Patreon, we are doing two to three true crime episodes a month. It'll be every other week, so some months will be two and others will be three. That's math. We also have a very exciting guest who you all know that will be doing the bonus Patreon episodes with us. Her name rhymes with Berea Fasucci. Fasucci. Faducci. <laughs> um, if you are a fan of the big ones, you will be a fan of our big new podcasts. $5 a month gets you access to all these bonus episodes. $10 a month will get you access to all those bonus episodes, as well as TV recaps, um, guests, lunar readings, and more. Melissa, yes. who are our patrons for this week? Oh, we've got a bunch. Oh, boy. We've got Christy, Carrie, Nettie, Lauren, Amy, Keith, Veronica, Amberly, Sam, Ariel, Maria, Bailey, Lane, Matt Makes Maps, Nicole. I would love to know what kind of maps Matt makes. Right? What kind of math, map, maps are you making, Matt? That's like cartography, right? cartographer <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay also please rate and review us on apple podcasts and call into our hotline and leave a voicemail if you'd like to be on our mailbag episodes insert jingle here six to six sixty three 
for $20.69. Nice. Melissa, what is our episode about today? So this is, I was, yeah. I, was up, I was up on Google and I was looking up fairy tales because I couldn't your remember. Daughter? I'm like, which one has the big, yeah, or like books to buy, like fairy tale, like are they appropriate for kids uh, or whatever? A lot of them. And I know. Uh, I, I, yeah, that's what I, I couldn't remember like, what's the big bad wolf? Which one's Hansel and Gretel? I was like, I couldn't remember which one was which. Yeah. And I came across this sci-fi article called The Dark History of Hansel and Gretel. Well, you know, I actually have, um, I found the other day, because I was going through my books, I have the whole, um, what is it, like Grimm's fairy tales. Brothers Grimm. Yeah, it's like the whole, and I should just give it to you because I don't, I went through a real fairy tale period. Um, oh, did you? <laughs> Well, because a lot, a lot of them have really interesting allegories, um, and yeah. I'll just give it to you for Ripley. But a lot of them are pretty dark. Oh yes, uh, yes, they are very dark. So the origin of Hansel and Gretel is fucking dark as hell. It goes back seven hundred years. It's based around a very dark time. Oof. But I'll I'll get into this the story later. But this dark period of time I'm talking about is the late medieval period in Europe. Yeah, it's not a good time to be alive. You got castles, you got moats, <laughs> peasants, full suits of armor, you got swords, you got the bubonic plague, Oof. and unfortunately, you got famines. Oh, God. So the Great Famine of 1315 is what we're talking about today. It's one of the most destructive and destabilizing crises in European history. Oh, sounds great. Yes. What a great fun time. What a fun time to be alive. (laughs) So most of Europe, uh, extending east to Poland and south to the Alps was affected. And it's estimated that at least a million people died. So Europe in the 1300s. So the social classes revolved around land ownership a tiny percentage of the population are all these rich people who own almost all the land across europe like the royals or whoever is over there so they lease out the land to people for like various reasons and then all the peasants do all the work on the land to grow food that everyone in europe eats so most of the people are peasants. It's like 80% of the population right. are peasants. And the lowest tier of peasants are called serfs. Yeah. Who are basically slaves. Serfdom. Yeah. Serfdom. Yeah. That work on the Lord's estate. So the difference between slaves and serfs is that enslaved people are considered forms of property owned by people. Right. Serfs are considered slaves to the land that they occupy. Mm. Like the land kind of owns them from like one generation to another. But being a slave slash serf is horror. It's a horrible job. Yeah. And I found this crazy article in The Guardian that said when they studied the skeletons of slaves, they found herniated discs in men who were in their early 20s. 
Well, also keep in mind you live to be like 30. Yeah, that's <laughs> median age was 35. Yeah, I mean, that's crazy. That's old. Um, yeah. That's why people got married when they were like 11. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, these all these skeletons, they studied the bones. They had like osteoarthritis. Yeah. They had degenerative bone damage usually found in old people because they're just like bent over. All day. All day, like digging, planting, harvesting. And they're not getting, they don't know anything that we know now about no. nutrients, vitamins, minerals, no, medicine. All day. Yeah. Yeah. Some of their bodies were subject to as much exertion as someone who is training for the Olympics. Like that's how hard they were working. Yeah, they're in the fields all day. It's horrible. Nuts. So in the fall, the, the, the peasants prepare for planting. The peasants prepare for say that. The ple, the peasants prepare for land. For you can do it. I have faith in you. I really do. I think you do. The peasants it. prepare the land for planting. Spring, they plant everything, and then like throughout the summer, it grows. And the end of the summer, they harvest everything. So, like, this growing period is kind of the most important. You got to, right. like, tend to it, make sure everything's going well. Yeah. They're growing wheat, barley, oats to make stuff like bread and ale and everything. And also, the peasants. that's another thing about back then is, I mean, I don't know why I'm speaking like I know. But, you know, um, back then. I was alive I was... at this time. Um <laughs> But I feel like they only drank beer. Like, I don't think mm-hmm. they knew about drinking water. I think that, yeah. at least from what I've seen in movies or read, it's like they're they're drinking it's beer. all beer. And bread. I mean, they, they didn't have a diet that really would even sustain them to Past all the manual times. labor they're doing. <laughs> yeah. Also, it, it, there's so many memes about this right now. And I know that we have a lot of listeners who like to garden. Like, I can't even keep like carrots and corn alive like i planted and i was so excited and now from this heat wave in los angeles it's all dead um yeah i can't even keep indoor plants alive i don't know what's going on with them the leaves turn black i don't know imagine just a whole city depending on you on your crops on your crops it's crazy (laughs) it is crazy (laughs) yeah so these peasants ate mostly rye bread and they drink ale they drink drink beer for breakfast because all of its calories right so towards the end of the harvest most of the food's been given to the landowner to sell so there wasn't a lot left over for the peasants it's fucked so a lot of them starved to death before the next planting season started horrible uh also they're working nonstop and they're burning an insane amount of calories. Yeah. So they're the ones that need the food to survive, not these stupid kings and queens. queens. And you're like tipsy the whole time. Like, oh, that sounds so horrible. Yeah. Drinking beer in the, in the hot sun all day. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so during the growing season in the summer of 1315. Good year. Shit hit the fan. Oh, God. It started raining like all in Northern Europe, and it didn't fucking stop raining. It rained for 155 days. Oh, my Five God. months. What is this? Five Los months Angeles in uh, that, that was L.A. in May March. and June. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. That was a lot of rain. Uh, it was downpouring. So, like, livestock died. 
People's homes got swept away in the floods. Roads were destroyed. Bridges, entire communities got swept away into the sea. Jesus. And also, the farms were flooded, and a lot of the crops were ruined. That's all the food for everyone. So they harvested 60% fewer crops that year. That's not good. And they couldn't plant stuff for the next year because it would just rot and not grow. Oh, God. So the food they currently had was in high demand. And of course, all the prices went up. So wheat goes from five shillings to 40 shillings. Oh, no. And you got beans, barley, oats, malts. They all go up. So 40 shillings is typically a yearly salary for for peasants. Are you serious? You could buy a loaf of bread for a whole year. That's what that's what it costs. It was that's crazy. crazy. People in the Middle Ages were always experiencing famines. Yeah. Like, they were just always happening, but never to this degree. Oh my god. Also, you got wars happening everywhere. So no one's like trading with other countries. Meanwhile, it's still raining. It rains into the fall, which then turns into freezing ass cold winter. The straw and hay for the animals could not be cured. So there was no food for the livestock. Oh, fuck. They're freezing. They start dying. Oh, my God. Yeah, your pigs, your horses, your oxen, cows, they all start to die because no one has any food to eat. And the oxen that were pulling the plows, oh no, they were all dying too. So then the peasants had to take over to do more work on the fields. Oh my God, they're doing the work that like the animals usually do. Yeah, and they couldn't preserve meat to save for later because it wasn't sunny enough to dry the salt pans and the salt flats near the sea. And they needed salt to preserve meat. It was just crazy. So the rain just ruined everything. Everything. And I realized like, oh, yeah, you need salt needs to dry. Yeah. Oh, they, fuck. They had, they had none of that. So you're probably thinking, man, what a terrible year. Oh, well, it happened again in 1316. Oh, no. This is The like next curse. year. So that had lasting effects until 1317. So the, the height of the famine was 1317. It kept raining. And then in that summer, the weather, like, finally returned to normal patterns. But by then, it had been two two or three years. Yeah. People were so weak from diseases, from like pneumonia, bronchitis, tuberculosis. They were like incredibly thin. Their hair was falling out. Their skin was super thin. They oh, were God. shrinking. Oh. And they resorted to eating rotten crops, rats, oh, no. diseased animals, oh. grass. They're eating tree bark. Frogs, they were even eating animal poop. Oh, no. And then what really sucks is that people were eating their seed stock. Oh, shit. Because they were so desperate. Yeah. So they had nothing to plant. They're like, I got to eat these seeds. I'm sorry. Like, I'm so hungry. Oh, no. So back then, they didn't have the internet. I don't know if you know about this. They didn't? (laughs) They didn't have the internet. They didn't have telephones. So nobody knew this was happening across northern europe oh fuck so people are like well i'm just gonna leave this town i'm gonna walk to the next town they got food there oh no they would get there and they're like wait there's no one the same here there's no one here it's the same shit 
the roads were full of just like corpses. Oh my god. It was it was awful. It just this smelled terrible. Terrifying. And something we've talked about before, ergotism. Oh, like from um Salem witch trials yes. and stuff. Yes. That was another cause of death caused by fungus in the grains. Oh, which God. causes like diarrhea, causes your fists to clench. You get green, green. Oof. But yeah, the Salem witch trials, when the they thought all the witches were like having convulsions and muscle spasms and delusions. Yeah, because it gets in your brain, makes you go like psychosis. They figured out that like, oh, maybe it was the rye. The crops were. Yeah. The crops have gone bad. Crops gone bad. The crops gone bad. <sighs> Uh, so then it wasn't until 1325 that the food supply returned to relatively normal levels. It was 10 years, and the population began to increase. Historians have debated, like, how many people died, but it's estimated that 10 to 25% of the population of many cities and towns died. That's, I mean, that's a huge, that's crazy. It's crazy. And then a theory on why it rains so much, volcanoes. What? So some historians think that this weather may have been caused by a volcanic eruption, perhaps that of Mount Tarawera in New Zealand, which erupted oh. in 1314. Huh. So I didn't know this, but volcanic gases and ash that emerge from an eruption can trigger changes in global weather patterns. Oh, interesting. So volcanic eruptions can lead to short-term global cooling because the ash they release into the atmosphere blocks the sun. That makes sense. Yeah. Crazy, right? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, like gases can like alter the climate. It's really fucking weird. That's just one theory on what happened. I mean, it could have just rained because it rained, but... Is a weird coincidence that that volcano erupted. Well, right, yeah. And then the medieval Europe in the 14th century already was just like full of crime and violence. Right. Even acts punishable by death, such as rape and murder, were more common compared with modern times. People were just, people were going crazy back then. Well, yeah, I'm sure with all this going around you, like yeah. I'm surprised they didn't resort to cannibalism. Oh, uh -oh. <laughs> oh, they did. Uh -oh. <laughs> oh, that's coming. <laughs> I spoke too soon. You spoke too soon. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So the average life expectancy in, 12, in the 1200s was 35. <laughs> We'd be dead. Yeah. I mean, no, we would be alive because we're not. Yeah, no, I, we and Margot Robbie, uh, we're still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll be alive. We're still okay. And then the life expectancy went down to 29 during this famine. <laughs> Could you oh imagine? Oh, my God. Like 29, you're like old age. Jesus. Well, I mean, yeah, that's like at Los Angeles. What is this, Los Angeles? What is this, LA? <laughs> but yeah, basically the same. You're, once you reach 29, it's all downhill. It's over for you. So the famine led to a stark increase in crime, even among those not normally inclined to criminal activity, because people would resort to any means to feed themselves or their families. Mm. There were even rumors of cannibalism. Spoke too soon. Spoke too soon. This is crazy. Criminals were executed, had their bodies stolen by people to eat them. Like soon after they died, they're like, well, oh, at fresh least they're criminals. <laughs> Newly buried dead people were dug up Ugh. and people ate their organs. Ugh. Like they were eating their brains and stuff. Oh, God. And there, there aren't any hard evidence of this, but people have theorized that parents perhaps ate their children. Oh, no. And that maybe children ate their parents as well when they died. Oh, God. Yeah, it's, it's a gross. Uh, and then parents who could no longer feed their families abandoned their children to fend for themselves. Mm. And this is where the fairy tale of Hansel and Gretel may have originated at this time. Oh, I'm listening. So most people are familiar with the story, but for those who aren't, it's a pair of children who are to be abandoned by their starving parents in the forest. The kids, Hansel and Gretel, they figure out what their parents are going to do, and they plan to find their way home by following a trail of stones that Hansel had dropped earlier. Like, they leave a trail of, in some sort, it's stones, it's breadcrumbs, it's whatever. And then the mother, or the stepmother, by some tellings, convinces the father to abandon the children a second time. This is like one iteration of the story. Yeah. So this time, Hansel drops breadcrumbs to follow home, but birds eat the breadcrumbs oh, no. and the children become lost in the forest. 
So the two kids come upon a gingerbread house that they begin to eat. Uh-oh. Unbeknownst to them, the home is actually a trap set by an old witch oh God. who enslaves Gretel and forces her to overfeed Hansel so that he can be eaten by the witch herself. Oh, God. And then the kids manage to escape when Gretel shoves the witch into an oven. And they return home with the witch's treasure and find that their evil mother is no longer there and is presumed dead, so they live happily ever after. Um, There's actually a really cool version of this story that they made into a movie. I mean, they've made this into a movie several times. Yeah. It's called Gretel and Hansel, and it's 2020, and it's more of like a horror movie. It's about Gretel. They stumble upon the, the witch's house, and the witch says, you know, Gretel, you're actually a witch, too. Um, oh. Let me, like, teach you about witchcraft. And it's kind of an interesting take on it. I can't Ooh. fully remember... Yeah. What happens or how it... Wow, people really hated it. Oh, no. I think I liked yeah. it. I liked it. Yeah, it's got uh, mixed reviews. Yeah, mixed reviews. Well, you know what? I liked it. And that's all that really matters. Um, But the true history behind the tale of Hansel and Gretel is not as happy as that ending. Mm. So the early editions of the Grimm's, Grimm Brothers work published as... Kinder und Hausmarchen, mm. which means children's and household tales. I had no illustrations in it, and the stories were just dark and filled with murder and mayhem. Oh, good. That sounds nice. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the tales that preceded Hansel and Gretel all dealt directly with themes of abandonment and survival. Mm. And all these stories use the forest uh, for danger, magic, and death. Yeah. One example comes from the Italian fairy tale collector Giambattista Basile. Mm. In this version, titled Ninillo and Nanella, a cruel stepmother forces her husband to abandon his two children in, in the woods. The father tries to foil the plot by leaving the children a trail of oats to follow, but these oats are eaten by a donkey. Hee-haw. Hee-haw. <laughs> Hee-haw. And there's the Romanian story, The Little Boy and the Wicked Stepmother. In this story, the two children are abandoned, find their way home by a trail of ashes. But then they get home, the stepmother kills the little boy and forces the sister to prepare his corpse for a meal. Oh, my God. The horrified girl obeys but hides the boy's heart inside a tree. And the father annoyingly eats his son while the sister refuses to take part. After the meal, the girl takes the brother's bones, puts them inside the tree with his heart. The next day, a cuckoo bird emerges singing, Cuckoo! My sister has cooked me, and my father has eaten me, but I am now a cuckoo and safe from my stepmother. It's like African gray parrot style. Yeah. <laughs> cuckoo! My sister has cooked me, huh? <laughs> what happened, huh? Uh, the terrified stepmother throws a lump of salt at the bird, but it just falls back on her head, killing her instantly. Those Romanians. That's what I. That's what I love about fairy tales is they are so dark and <laughs> yeah. so weird, and their metaphors for this. I mean, it's like, oh, this kid story I'm telling to my child is actually about abandonment and famine yeah you know it's just it's just so it's weird really i love weird. it 
So the original versions of the Grimm Brothers, Hansel and Gretel, changed over time to make them more kid-friendly. Huh. But the true story goes back to those tales that originated in the Baltic regions during the Great Famine, when parents who could no longer feed their families abandoned their children to fend for themselves. Huh. So that's the famine. And then 30 years later, the bubonic plague reaches Europe, a.k.a. the Black Death. Oof. That was from 1346 to 1348. Most fatal pandemic in human history. The historians estimate that it killed between 30 to 60% of the European population. That's insane. And 75 to 200 million people in the world. God. And they think the famine made it worse because people were so weak and they're like their immune systems were fucked. So that's how the the plague spread quick quickly and killed people. So what was the world population in I'm just curious. 1348. So it, it went from 475 million to 350 million. Whoa. During the bubonic plague. I'm just trying to compare it to COVID. So it says COVID COVID's killed 6 million people. Uh, uh, well, it's uh, almost 7 million people have died of COVID. Wow. The bubonic plague killed 100 million? Yeah. But I'm just trying to figure out, like, percentage-wise, like, since obviously we have a way... Wait, I'm, like, being dumb. <laughs> I don't understand math. The bubonic plague is way worse, right? Like, it's- Yes, bubonic plague <laughs> killed uh, over 100 million people. But and COVID the population killed- was way smaller. And the population was smaller, so the percentage was greater. crazy. <laughs> yeah. COVID's killed almost 7 million. And the population's way greater now. Poppy, what is the world population in the billions? Billions, I think. Are we at, I don't even know. 7.8 billion. That's too many people. That's too many. Okay, like, on a, no wonder the Earth isn't doing well. <laughs> That's too many people. Wait. Back in the 1300s, the world population was 475 million? 10 times? 14 times that? We're, 12 wait. times that? Okay, what's crazy is that in 1900, the world population was 2 billion. Huh? How did we get to 7 billion already? I don't know. In 1960, it was 3 billion. Oh, my God. 2023, we're at 8 billion. Oh, it went down. Well, it says 2022, 7 billion, 975. 2023, 8 billion, 45. I mean, I'm not helping. I just added another person. Well, right. <laughs> but, um, huh. wow. So it's growing at like, like 70 to 70 to nine, like over, over the past over the past like 20 years, it's been growing at between 70 to 85 million people a year. I just don't understand how everyone's going to fit. Well, we're not. That's why the world is. <laughs> you know, there's so much land that's like, I guess, like there's so, so much like farmland and like open fields and shit that People are going to start building up. Like, it's just going to be crazy. Everything's going to be a giant city. Oh, this is bad. <laughs> we'll this be dead is, by then. This is bad. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be dead by then. Oh, God. Wow. Well, that's crazy. 
That's that's the story of Hansel and Gretel and the famine. I'd actually that makes me really curious. I would love to do some episodes maybe for Patreon um, about the origin of more fairy tales. Oh, I bet it's all just dark shit. Yeah, because that's really because um, if it was all during that time, totally medieval times, late medieval times. I'm sure they're all based in crazy yeah. shit. Oh, a hundred percent. Wow, like three little bears or whatever. What's what's where'd that come oh, from? Oh, this this bed is just right. Yeah, I mean, I would love to know what all, that's all about. The um, bears came in and they just murdered the people who lived. Yeah, there. <laughs> like what. <laughs> Um, if you guys have any fairy tales you want us to get into or know the origin of ev- anything crazy, Melissa, where can people reach us? You can email us at webcollarspod at gmail.com. All right. Well, I am Allie uh, Gretel. I am not going to eat my brother, Seagull. And I'm Melissa Hansel. You got to do what you got to do to survive. Stetton. That's why you're going to make it. That honestly, that's why you're going to make it. (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye. softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.